Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode 142 of Psychotic and Iconic Policy along with my co-host Nick Theories and Philly Phil. Thank you to everybody that's tuned into the live stream tonight. If you haven't done so, please go ahead and share it. Thank you to everybody that likes, follows, and subscribes to all of our platforms. Welcome back, Theories. Oh, man. It feels like it's been a minute. I know. When was it? It's been over a week. It's been a week, right? Yeah. Last Thursday. Yeah, now we're back in the game, though. We're back. And we're going to start mixing in some NBA, finally. Yeah. Because we are going to be live on Sunday at 11 a.m. with Tom Doc. We are doing our Super Bowl preview a few hours before the Super Bowl. Looking forward to that one. That's going to be fun. Yeah, we'll be giving you guys our predictions. Who's going to be our MVP? You're going to get a Philly Phil Super Bowl prediction, so you you better stay tuned for that. Uh, so, yeah. And we'll probably do some props. A few props oh, we'll yeah, throw we'll, in there. Nothing too, too long, though, so everybody can – uh actually gather what no we got to make our audience money too so that's going to happen yeah because we can't make ourselves money so i know let's try I know, I know all right let's go right into it nick nba news lebron james breaks breaks kareem's all-time scoring record thirty-eight thousand three hundred and thirty-eight points <laughs> what do you say right it's amazing it's it's one of the we watched it together that was yeah. fun i'll never forget that me neither. I watched my favorite athlete of all time break the all-time scoring record. In the studio. In the studio. Yeah. What, what a better place. I know. Right? My sanctuary. Yeah. So that that's amazing. That was the, the, the shot. Everything about it was just so iconic. I saw uh, a and thing. And psychotic. Yeah, that's facts. I saw a thing floating around on Twitter uh, showing Michael Jordan's jump shot versus the uh, LeBron's and everybody had their phones out versus uh, yeah. no phones. Um, and I know a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, well, why don't you like enjoy the moment and just, you know, not take out your phone? But wouldn't you want to like capture history a little bit too? My thing is, is you, you could watch it. You could do both. That's what I'm saying. You could hold your phone up and nobody probably had their phone out because Michael Jordan pushed off. Yeah. So As Phil would say, Phil, what would you say? You can't walk and chew gum at the same time? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, it's, that's a Philly Phil quote right there, dude. That is. Um, so, I mean, that was one of the coolest things I've ever watched. I was there when he scored his 25,000th point, I believe, or his 30,000th. I was with Allison. They did it against the Sixers. Yeah. Um, that was awesome. Um, but, yeah, I couldn't believe he did that, to be honest. It's dude. amazing. Like I said, I watched my favorite athlete of all time 
break a record that pe- that was held for 38 years. And you knew he was going to break it that night. He had all the stars there. Like, you know, I, I wonder if he told everybody, yeah, I'm going to break it tonight. Like, probably. I'm, I'm going and off. You know what's funny about that, dude? I texted Tom <coughs> at halftime. And I Who said, will be coming on our show on Sunday. Yeah. And I texted him and I said, LeBron has 20. He needs 17 to break the record. I'm like, he's going to break it. Everybody's in attendance. I'm like, he's going to break it in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. I'm like, bet the over. Yeah. And we both bet it. And I started laughing because he got on 36 and not realizing that they set the over and under 36 and a half. And he didn't get the, his that extra point until the end of the fourth quarter. They're so losing, for a second, I was worried. But they're losing the game kind of like stain it a bit. I wouldn't say stain, but it would have been much better in a win. Every yeah, milestone. That's what, I mean. that's what I mean. Every milestone that he's broken so far in a Lakers uniform, they lost the game. When he passed Michael Jordan for is, scoring. Is that dude just being like selfish and all about him? To, no. a, to a degree? No, it's the team blows. I agree. They don't blow anymore because they, they actually made a good trade at the deadline. Which we'll, we'll talk about, stink. but no, they're. I told be, you they were they were going to stink. Yeah, well, they're not now. <laughs> I told you, bro. they're not now. We we will see. Um, do you think that this though cements him as the goat? Because you already you know no, I no, I don't I don't think so. I think he's he's been the goat for the last couple of years. Nick, I mean Phil, I need I need the applause. Put it I, in there. I finally heard no, you say it, it doesn't. Cement I finally it. heard. Him I say. think it just adds on to the legend. Yeah, dude, it, it's like undeniable, dude. If, if you if you think this man is not the best uh, the best basketball player you've ever seen, you're lying to yourself. You're lying to your friends. You're lying to your family. It's it's impossible. If you watch basketball, this guy does it consistently year in and year out. I mean, look, I was a big LeBron hater, and you know that it's been do- it's been documented. Yeah, I, then I, you grew up. Well, it's 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 not that <laughs> I grew up. It's just you don't see this often. Year 20, the man's he's averaging 30 points. I know the, the you know the Lakers record <laughs> is what it is, but I mean, but you know, at the same time, he's still performing at a high level. It's not like he's trash and the Lakers are just following suit. I think he's he's kind of carrying the load, Paul's on 100%. that team. I mean, he's 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 averaging 36 minutes, he has 30 points, he's got he's shooting 51% from the field. I mean, what do you want him to do? Seven, Seven assists, points. eight and a half rebounds. This guy's 38 years old. What else do you want him to do? I mean, this guy is he he's he's amazing. He this, is absolutely amazing. I, I appreciate him now more than ever. I'm so proud of you. I'm so I'm so I'm so I'm so, I'm so, I'm so proud, proud of you, bro. Of you. This is amazing. I'm so excited to hear this to hear this coming from you. Um just being honest. No, I think LeBron James, I've always been on record that he was the best. Um, I think he became the GOAT. Uh, in 2018, after Kyrie left him and he went back to the finals, and the picture of the 2018 finals preview was Steph Curry, uh, Clay Thompson, and Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. And it was LeBron James, Kyle Korver, and Tristan Thompson. And I believe in that moment, maybe even the year before when they won it with Kyrie um, in 2016, mm-hmm. when they had when they were down 3-1, they came back 41 points, game six and seven. Um but I think since that moment, he's that was been the, the best. year after he left the Heat, correct? Yeah. The no, year. the second year. The second. Because the first year he made the finals, but Kyrie and Kevin Love were hurt. Correct. I do remember that. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then, but I just think I think LeBron's the best. He's a better scorer than Michael Jordan. He's a better passer. He's a better rebounder. He's a more versatile defender. He's a better teammate. Um, so for me, I I think he's been the goat. I think he is the goat. Um, I welcome anyone that tries to dispute that. Well, Dave said Jordan was better. I, but my thing is, is this and, Dave is out here, by the way. 
Disco fucking Dave. I don't see it. That's my guy. Oh, it's, it's on. It's on YouTube. Oh, I said Jordan was better. I I, I just uh, I'm in there. I don't see it. I see Jordan was better now with Dave. Um, I I mean, look, I don't understand. Like, here's my, I say this to everybody without mentioning six rings. What does Michael Jordan do better than LeBron James? Because my thing is, is that when Michael Jordan dominated the Eastern Conference, it was because Michael Jordan was that good. When LeBron James dominated the Eastern Conference, it was because the East was weak. Yet, when Michael Jordan was in the Eastern Conference from 89 to 95, in those seven years, there was five. There were five new teams in the, in the NBA. Mm -hmm. He played during an expansion era. And what happened from 84 to 90? Like, I don't understand how LeBron James gets criticized for losing in the finals more than Michael Jordan gets criticized for getting swept in the first round. I mean, I would rather lose in the finals than get swept in the first round. So, <clears throat> to rebuttal that, my thought is he doesn't have, like, the credibility in the finals to go four and six. Mm -hmm. That's where I think a lot of people hang their hat. Well, one I can't give LeBron for is the Mavericks series, and that's fine. But you got to remember, in 07, he well, he was that was his third year in the league. Mm -hmm. He was 21 years old. I mean, come on, they were playing the Spurs. That team had four Hall of Famers on it. Dynasty, they were dynasty. When he played the Spurs again, they had four Hall of Famers on it. When he played the Warriors, they had four Hall of Famers on it. He was going up against arguably against. Well, who would you say is not a Hall of Famer? Maybe Draymond. Draymond's a Hall of Famer. That's tough. That's tough. I think Draymond's a Hall of Famer. That's arguable. But I'm with but you on that. But either but way, yeah. you had three. Yeah. With okay, Curry and Durant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but that is like, but I LeBron don't. LeBron has played with superstars too, though. He has. I'm not disputing that. Like the Heat, like two of his rings, he had Chris Bosh and he had D-Wade. I, I get that. They I get were that. Pretty, they were pretty loaded. They team. were. But however, I'm different on that in terms of, I don't think, like Chris Bosh was a good player. But I don't, I don't look at Chris, Chris Bosh as like a superstar. Well, you didn't. He was a superstar in Toronto. But when he, he went was to good the in Heat, Toronto, but I don't think he was a superstar in Toronto. Well, I think he was very good. I think he was a superstar. He was awesome. He no. was awesome. I'm not saying. I just don't think like he, he was an all-star. Yeah, he was. That's what yeah, I'm saying. So, yeah. But when he went to the Heat, somebody had to take the back seat. Correct. And he did it and, perfect. And that was him. And because <laughs> I don't think he had an ego. He wasn't like uh like LeBron or D Correct. Wade. They didn't he didn't have that stature, right? Yeah. So but he took a back seat. So that's why I think a lot of people don't realize how good he actually was. But, you know what I mean? Yeah. And my thing is with and that's a great point. That's a great point. Um, but I think Chris Bosch won one playoff series in Toronto. Yeah, well, Toronto was. I got you, but my but where I was going with that is Kevin Love won zero playoff series before LeBron James. Kyrie Irving, the Celtics were better without the the Celtics got further without him. Mm -hmm. When Kyrie left the Cavs, LeBron won two less games and still went to the finals. Kyrie was they got eliminated in the second round that year. The Celtics. Then the next year they played LeBron in the Eastern Conference Finals, and Kyrie was and Kyrie was hurt. So my thing is, is there was no drop off when Michael Jordan retired the first time. Scottie Pippen went to the uh, was almost in the Eastern Conference Finals. Yes. So that's what I'm saying. I don't under I, you know those are things that I look at. I'm just like okay, what that just for some reason never gets talked about. I'm with you. What year was that? Was that 2016? 2016. No, that's yeah, that was the year they won. Yeah, 2017. Kyrie left and went to the Celtics. The Celtics got eliminated in round two, I believe, against the Bucks. 
LeBron James went to the finals. And LeBron had that literally identical numbers from 2016. Then in 2018, Kyrie was on the Celtics again. And they got that he got hurt and they went to the Eastern Conference Finals against LeBron and well, went seven. He games. became a head case and well he went vegan. He went he went nuts. Yeah. At, but at, I'm at just season. saying he got hurt at that time. He wasn't playing with the Celtics in that series. Yep. Um, which sucks because it would have been awesome the same against LeBron. And honestly, if Kyrie was on the floor, it might have been different because that the this Cavs were terrible. It was just LeBron James was able to take them over the top because they were still young. Yep. But you know that's just where I am on the Michael Jordan, LeBron James argument. I mean, dude, to win to win three, if uh, you know, titles on three different teams, that is something to be said. That and be the leader. Very, yeah. It's not like, and that's what I'm saying. Like, what's so impressive about the record but for it's, me? It's the pressure. Like when he yeah. goes somewhere, he is pressured to win a title. Like you're going there to win a title. The fact that he delivered in all three franchises that he went to is remarkable to me. It is. I know. I know he didn't win. Uh, a championship with his first stint with the Cavs, but the man went to the finals multiple times with the Cavs. The Cavs yeah. teams were 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 horrible. Well, they had Kyrie and they were a lottery team. Well, I'm talking about his earlier Cav years. Oh yeah, they were. I mean, he had Anderson Varejao. What I'm saying is, the only time he didn't win a ring with a stint with a team yeah. was the first Cavs stint. Yeah, because then then he won two with the Heat. Then he won. One oh, with the Cavs, I got you. Then yep. he won with the Lakers. Yep. So every stop that he went to, he was expected to win a title, and he did. Like that's hard to do. That 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 that, that is the difficulty of that is is it's, it's it's is extremely high. Yeah. Look at the NFL. There's only a couple quarterbacks that have won Super Bowls with multiple uh, teams. Tom Brady, Tom Brady, Manning. and Peggy Manning. Yep. That's only two of them. Yeah. So this guy won a ring with three different franchises and was the MVP. Yeah, the only thing I hated fucking LeBron for was that stupid ass parade they had with the fucking big three. Yeah, that was so douchey I couldn't take it anymore. Yeah, I know that That's did where it lost me. That did suck, and it's like it was because of the way he went about it. Even though ESPN made a lot of money off of him doing the whole decision thing, I think they donated it to charity though. Well, think about this, and I, I didn't think about this at the time because I, I I was a young buck when when this happened. We were, but. As I got older, seniors. as I got older, I'm looking at it and I'm like, man, when I was 26, I was kind of cocky too, right? Like you had that little, I don't know, the mid, mid 20s swagger to you. I'm still cocky, bro. But yeah, me too. But you're a different cocky. It's like 26 years old. You have the world looking at you, what you're going to do with the decision. Like that's crazy. The whole world is waiting your decision. And at 26, you're going to act a fool like that. Like I, he wasn't mature then. I didn't think about that at the time because I wasn't mature then. Yeah. So I now, but as I got older, I start to realize like, damn, I get it. He was just a young kid. He made a poor decision in the grand scheme to the public, but all in all, I'm not going to crush him anymore for it. it. It happened. We moved on. He's done some great things for the community and, and, uh, in the state of, uh, Ohio, he built a school, the I promise school for kids. Amazing. Like, I mean, come on. I mean, like you can't hate him, man. Uh, he made a decision. I get it, but let's move on from it and let's appreciate the greatness because it, it is greatness. You know, everybody, everybody that hates on LeBron is going to regret it when he retires because, you, like, th what he's doing is similar to Tom Brady. Like things that are just un unbelievable. I mean, you go to ten straight NBA Finals. I don't care how weak the conference is. Yeah, they beat the Hawks. They won sixty six games. They beat the Raptors, who I think won like sixty five games that one year, and then he swept them. Or they went four two. Excuse me. Um, so it's just. He's the GOAT, bottom the, line. The East was weak, but he did his job. He did. 
Like, yeah. well, well, like well, you're you're gonna fault Tom Brady for being in the shit division? That's the same thing. Yeah, and, and that's how I see it. Yeah, no, that's a great like, point. Like, I he, like that too. He beat he beat the teams. He did what he had to do. He still got to the finals. Yeah, yeah it was weak. So if he didn't make it, you would kill him even more. Yeah. It doesn't make that, any sense. That's, but that's my point. And what I'm saying is, is how is it that he gets criticized for losing in the finals more than somebody gets criticized for getting swept in the first round? Like, I would rather, like, if you could tell me and I could look at it, I would rather go to the finals 10 times and lose every time in the finals than get swept in the first round 10 times. So what you're saying is if, so out of the four, out of the 10 final appearances, right? Yeah. Say he missed one and lost in the second round. And he was four and five in the finals. Yeah. That's a lot better record than in four and six, right? Yeah, but I would rather be four and six. Right. But what I'm arguing is a lot of people look at four and five a lot more than four and six. That's what I'm saying. That is my exact point. Yeah. What, why though? But that like I, I I just I don't I don't understand that logic and I never will. He's getting he was the underdog in I think all but two finals. Mm -hmm. So he was the favorite in the Mavericks. He lost that. And I think he was favorited the second time versus the Spurs. That I think the only time. Oh no! And then the third time against the Heat, or maybe so. Maybe it was three times when they played in the uh, in the bubble. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying. And then everybody says, "Oh, the bubble championship was fake." But if LeBron would have lost that Finals, you know what it would have been? Damn, he couldn't even win a bubble championship. Yeah. It doesn't work both ways. It but that's just a sense. double standard for LeBron because he's, he's. Why do so people good. discredit that championship? You think? Because they say, like, there's no fans, and, oh, the Heat got there, and it's like, okay, the Heat got there. They were a good team. Well, was there fans when the Bucs won the Super Bowl that year? Yeah. No, there wasn't. Wait a minute. There wasn't. In the NFL. There was no fans. There was no fans in the stands. Super Bowl, yes. I think yeah. that's why, I think that's that's what they started about. opening up. Yeah. But I'm talking about during the regular season, because you got to earn that. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, it's no, a I different magnitude, right? Like, when you get the number one seed, but the Bucs didn't that year. They yeah. got a wild card. But... When they went on the road, the fans weren't really there at the time, so there was no home field advantage yeah. for the you know the home team. But so, but I, I, I'm not going to discredit somebody for no fans. What does that mean? What does that mean? That's what I'm saying. They won the basketball game. It's like playing street pickup ball. Is there fans yeah. there? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like, and I, if I, both I teams did it. Both yeah, teams yeah, got both there teams, like that. And yeah. like, it's funny because like they criticize that, but they don't ever bring up that the, the, the almighty Clippers who were supposed to be like a dynasty lost a 3-1 lead to the Nuggets. They never bring it up. Never gets brought up because but, they're not on that level. Correct. But but that's the price you pay when you're LeBron. Yeah. But I'm saying when Kawhi went to the Clippers and they had Paul George, the talk was he made the, his little commercial that he's the king of LA now. The Clippers were going to win the finals. I mean, not for nothing, but LeBron James and Anthony Street Clothes Davis that's has played dog. more games. <laughs> he's played more games than Kawhi. Yeah. Since they both joined LA. Yeah, Kawhi's actually really injury prone. Either he that or he's just like, he just does his own thing. Yeah. Do your thing, honey. Man. Do your thing. <laughs> he throws it back. <laughs> he throws it back. So do you think that the record will ever be broken? No. I don't, it definitely this, won't while this, we're alive, but I don't, I don't see how it ever gets broken. I, I don't see either. You have to average at least 26 for the next 20 years. Of your More career. than that, bro. Well, I'm just saying uh, just the average. Like, well, and my thing is too, is like, well, the, actually you're right. You have that. Well, LeBron averages 27 points in his career. So you have to average 27 points in 20 years. And the door, the durability factor you have to put into account. Like he's played all those years and he never suffered a major injury. 
He hasn't scored in single digits since January of 2005. I mean, he has he's played 1400 crazy, by the way. He's played 1410 games in his NBA career. He's only scored in single digits eight times. Meanwhile, he has 14 50 point games. So he has more times that he scored 50 for somebody that can't score as opposed to single digit games. I think a lot of things that people don't talk about when it comes to LeBron is the the fact that he was the number one overall pick. Do you know how much pressure is on you when you have when you are the number one overall Bro, pick? he was on Slam Magazine and as a I think when he was a senior, they were saying as a sophomore Saint that if Vincent, he came Saint out Mary. if he came out as a sophomore, the NBA GMs were saying that they would select him first overall. Correct. So he had all that pressure on him. And the fact that he delivered and then some. And then some, dude. I mean, like... Well, you know what he did with the Reebok deal, right? With the NBA? Explain. When he was drafted to the Cavs, Reebok was trying to sign him. And they gave him a $10 million check up, up front to sign with Reebok. And he turned it down to sign with Nike. Well... But, but my point is, is if you're 20... If you're 18 years old and somebody hands you a $10 million check... Do you know how hard that is to say no? What happens if you blow out your knee? He's got some good people in his corner, I guess. Well, I'm just saying, but I'm saying on on the side of that, what happens if you blow out your knee or something? And then you lose everything. I don't, that's interesting. That is interesting. But when but you gotta, you gotta realize when you sign with somebody, you gotta wear their brand. Yeah. I mean, does Reebok make did they make comfortable basketball shoes outside of uh, at the Iversons? I mean, they still weren't even that comfy. Although I love me some Reebok classics. Oh, they're they're, they're they're yeah. I'm getting a pair when I go to Disney. Are you? Yeah, hell yeah. The Iversons the were the best. I know. But what I'm saying is, did they make basketball shoes that were comfortable? That's you yeah. got to think about that too. Yeah. So I don't know. It's interesting, but I, I just I find it so so interesting that nobody talks about how he was number one overall pick and all the pressures on him and the fact that he delivered and now he's the all time NBA scoring leader is in, it's it's incredible. So I don't think it'll ever be broken. It's incredible. He lived up to the, to the hype and, and the name. So you don't think it'll be broken either? No, never. No way. Nah, not in my lifetime. All right. Kyrie Irving traded to the Mavericks. Mm. What do you think about that? Oh, man. I was shocked. To a lot to, a lot to unpack with that one. Um, I don't I don't love it because I don't I don't really particularly love Kyrie. The person I, or the player? The person. And I think to win a championship, you gotta be like a good person. There's a reason why every single ever since he left LeBron, the dude's been a head case. He's never, How wild he's never that? but he's never elevated his team. Yep. However, he has Luca. Now, this is a great opportunity for Luca to be a, a, a leader against a superstar that's you know really really talented and and one of the top players in the nba now the leader and now luca's got to lead him that's what i'm looking forward to the most i think this is going to be a really good opportunity for luca um and i i think the mavs will be a little bit better because i think Kyrie's. I bet, i'll bet on the talent but if as long as he can just not be a, a fucking asshole and then a head case this could work. Yeah, I think the Mavericks are going to be good. I don't know if they're actual championship contenders. They're going to be nobody's going to want to play them though in the, in the playoffs because you have two guys that are legitimately probably going to give you anywhere between seventy and eighty points every night combined. Yeah, and it just it all boils down to and here's the thing: Kyrie should be on his best behavior because he's going to want an extension. Like now, you got to prove it. Yeah, but, but I don't. I don't. Like I don't know because he's unpredictable. Yeah. Like you never, you never know what you're getting. 
You know what I mean? And like, I don't, here's the thing. I don't hate Kyrie like that. Cause I, I have an appreciation for people that say what they believe and say how they truly feel. And you know, if that, you know, whatever he believes in or whatever he wants to do, like that's, th that's what free speech is. That's what the country is. You, like you should be allowed to say as you feel within limits. I'm just saying, but you should be able to say like, if he wants to go out there and, you know, do the, uh, the smoke to clear the bad energy and stuff like, yeah, I'm going to laugh. Cause I think it's weird, nah, but that's you, not, you trashed him for that one. Well, it is. Man. You it fucking is. trashed him and I defended him. That's I the think funny it, look, here's the thing. <laughs> it's weird. Uh, it, that's it not something you weird. see every day, but look, if he's happy doing that, he's then be peace. happy. Correct. I'm going to laugh at it and I'm going to talk about it. Crush him for that, though. I'm not, I'll never forget that. Well, Nick, you, I'm looking at NBA on TNT and the dude's walking around the, 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 you know, yeah, the court with Sage. Yeah, the bad juju. Yeah. And he's in the, and, and he's in the, uh, <laughs> in his locker room like that. Like that's, you know what I mean? But, and he's vegan, he's as vegan. I always come back to because he went vegan and lost his mind. I don't know if I can root for a guy that thinks the earth is flat. I, I just, I, I, I can't do it. I can't bring myself to do it. I'm sorry. I don't care. Well, it's a, <laughs> it's incredible because we, I know we've, me, you, and Phil have laughed yeah. about this all the time because, yeah. like, the Earth is not flat. It is, as Phil would say, if you understand, if you understand third grade physics, you know the Earth is not flat. <laughs> so, I mean, that's you know. But here's the thing: it it'll work, but to an extent, there's a limit. They're not winning a championship. They have a an, an outside chance. I, I will say that. I'll say as far as an outside chance, but I, I I believe it's nothing more than that. And I think that him and Luca will just put on a they show. They made the night. championship game last year, or right? Yeah, the, the conference. But they lost. They lost Dinwiddie and they lost uh, Finney Smith, who's an awesome defense. Yeah, I know. Awesome but look, defender. you got to, you got to, you got to, you got to move. Yeah. you got to move pieces to gain something back. Yeah, you got something valuable in Kyrie. Yeah, no, they'll be fun. The problem is, do you think he's going to resign with Dallas? And and what I'm saying is, at what point do you think he does resign with Dallas? Like, what does what does that opportunity he have in Dallas present to him to want him to stay? The opportunity to play with Luca, an owner that's not afraid to spend. And I just like I, I don't know if there's going to be teams lining up to sign him. So if he goes to Dallas and he's on his best behavior and they can tolerate whatever he does, and they're the only team that's offering him three or four years at the max that he wants, mm -hmm. it could work. Well, the Mavericks are gonna have some some money to spend in in the offseason too, right? Yes. They're not in cap hell. No, not at all. So that's what I'm saying. So that, they can they can actually get another, they can build a little bit. Yeah, for sure. That's what I'm saying. So I think it's a good uh, scenario for him. I don't know if we'll resign, but it may be his only option because I'm I don't know if teams are going to line up to pay him because, like, again, unpredictability, and you need to be available for your team, and you need to know that when you're home on Instagram or you're at the podium, you can't just like there are consequences to shit that you say. I mean, I, I know that personally. You know that personally. Yeah. You know what I mean. You have to read a room mm -hmm. and that's something that he's lacked yeah i agree marco says does dallas have a bench well not really not really yeah that's what i'm saying that's what i was saying though when i said they lost dinwiddie and yeah. they lost D finney smith but the buyout but him the yeah buyouts could happen and i think get um pieces there. what's his face might go there too i would like him on the sixers but pat bev I think he might go to Dallas. Um, he would be good for them off the bench because he could. He's a pest. You know what I mean? Yeah, It'd be just be good to somebody that could just get in somebody's head and could play hard that defense. Annoying motherfucker, man. Yeah. Just nags you. You hate him day. unless he's on your team. Yeah, correct. And sometimes you need that. Yeah, you need that. Um, yep. so no, they're they're short in their depth. I but agree. But with 
And remember, you have Kyrie, you have Luka, and you have uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. He's pretty good. He's a knockdown shooter. Yeah. So they are going to score points. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. It's just going to be it's going to be difficult on defense. Kyrie's not a good defender. Luka's not a good defender. I know. Christian Wood. I oh, know. Wait, not Christian Wood. Wait, is it Christian Wood? Uh, or is he on the Rockets? No, Christian Wood's on the Christian Mavericks. Wood's on the Mavericks. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why I just got thrown off. No, there no, that, and yeah, they, Christian the Wood started they, there. I think they got to keep him is amazing. Yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll see for, we'll see. Who do, you, who do you think wins the deal? I, I would say the Mavericks won because they got the better the Mavericks. Player. They got the better yeah. player. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right. The big one, Russ gets traded to the jazz Lakers get Malik Beasley, D'Angelo Russell and Jared Vanderbilt and the wolves get Mike Conley and a second rounder. What is this? Cause I have <laughs> way to go, Phil. I have no idea what the Timberwolves did here. I have absolutely no idea what the Timberwolves did. Seriously, what like what did they do? D'Angelo Russell's a good player. It was Carl Anthony Towns' best friend. So it was a three-team deal. It was a three-team deal. And the Wolves traded three players for Mike Conley and a second rounder. So the Jazz traded. Who did they trade for Russ? They traded. Um you reading the trade? Yeah. All right, cool. So Russ traded to Jazz. Mm -hmm. Lakers get Malik Be uh, Beasley, D'Lo, and Jared. Vols get Conley and second rounder. I mean, I don't even know what the Wolves got. The the Jazz got Russell Westbrook, uh, Juan Toscano Anderson, and they got the uh, the Lakers 2027 first round pick, but it's top four protected. The Jazz did. The Jazz. Okay. Me. All right. Well, they got Russell. Well. Russell well, Westbrook's not going to – I don't think he's going to stay with the Jazz. No, apparently he's going to get bought out. Now, yeah. the Jazz, I think, over the next seven years have 15 first-round picks. Yeah. And so, I think they have $60 million in cap space entering next season. So the Jazz are so they got, going to be – So moved. they acquired another first-round pick. So what the, what the Jazz did is said, all right, well, fuck it. <laughs> We're just going to build for the future. Well, yeah, that's what they did last year when they traded Rudy Gobert. Yeah. They got five first-round picks for him, which yeah. is – And that and, goes back to what I'm saying with the Wolves. What are you doing? And Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, you mortgaged everything for Rudy Gobert. Poor poor Anthony Edwards. I love Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards is a stud, and he's going to be a really, really good I like good Mike Conley. But, yeah, but he's old, bro. I mean, You're he, not getting I, Mike I Conley from the Grizzlies. I think, he's a good, I think he's a good bench piece for them. Yeah, but you traded but, you traded a starter and a really good bench piece. And I, Two I, good bench pieces. I thought D'Lo was pretty good on the Wolves. D'Lo is good. I think he had his moments where you were like, oh, shit. Yeah, like, no. D'Lo is very good. Right. It's just, I, it's the Wolves, dude. So D'Lo goes back to the Lakers, team that drafted him. After they dumped him for Lonzo. That's really interesting. Yeah. But, but he's pick. coming back, a more mature player. Yep. He's going to have LeBron to lead him. He's got Anthony Darvin Davis. Ham, who I think is a great leader. Anthony Davis. Um, Weird how he celebrated LeBron's thing, but, you know, different story for a different day. So who wins the trade in your eyes? The Lakers, by far. Because the Wolves got worse. The Jazz intentionally got worse. Because I don't think the Wolves tried to get worse. I just I think that they just are a horrible organization. But the Lakers got they have knockdown shooters now. I think uh, Malik um, Malik Beasley is second in the NBA on catch and shoot threes. Mm -hmm. You got D'Lo knockdown shooter. You got better on defense for sure. Yeah. Addition by subtraction, getting rid of Westbrook because he just didn't fit. And you got Jared Vanderbilt, excellent defender. He's tenacious, protects the rim. He could play with Anthony Davis now. When you go small, you could put LeBron James at the five. I mean, they, they the Lakers got so much better 
they are going to be a top five seed in the West when it's all said and done. They're only four games out of that fifth seed, sixth seed right now. Everything's pretty packed. It's a lot of parity. In the, the next NBA. 25 games of the NBA for to finish out it's, the regular it's, season it's a playoff. is going to be amazing. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. The Lakers got a ton better. I agree with you. I think the Lakers got a lot better. I like D'Lo. And they uh, got deeper. I thought, like, when I was watching Russell Westbrook on the Lakers, he just didn't fit. And he 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 lost a lot of steps, bro. I don't know if he actually, like, I, I don't know if he truly declined that bad or was it just a situation? Athletically? No, I mean to a, a little bit, but it, his shot selection is very poor. That's always that's always been. I know, though. but he gave LeBron his. He but owns he the can't, assist. He can't put up thirty no more like he did. Like he was, he was, he was a, the king of triple doubles. He may be he able ain't to that player no more. No, I don't think so. But I think he can be relatively close to it on a team like the Hornets or the Bulls that could bring the most out of him. The problem was is that when you play with LeBron. You need guards that can knock down shots at an efficient rate. That's not what Westbrook does. Right. He's an inefficient scorer. Mm -hmm. It just didn't work. I mean, he was missing. Like, with LeBron, why do you think Malik Willis had a career? I mean, um, Malik Monk had a career year last year. He was shooting wide open threes because LeBron brings everybody into the team. Malik came from the, the Hornets, correct? Yeah. Yep. And he was mid in the Hornets. That's yeah. why That's why he left. Yep. They, I think they let him go. Yep. He was a walked in free agency. So he's a young, you, yeah, he was a young kid. Yeah, and now he's on the Kings, who are the third seed in the West. The Kings are really good with Mike Brown. Go for De'Aaron Fox. He deserves it. Yeah, for real. Yeah, they're for 31 real. and 23. Kings yeah. are good. Go for them. Um, So, like, to me, it's just the Lakers far and away won that trade. And I think Russell Westbrook will be better wherever he goes. But again, remember, I said this before. Also, the problem was Russell Westbrook never played in a big market. He played in OKC. He played in D.C. He played in Houston. Those are big market teams where you're on national television every night. When you go to when you watch Lakers games, you're on TNT. You're on ESPN every almost every other night. Yep. You have stars. Denzel Washington, Shannon Sharp. You have movie stars. All those guys, Floyd Mayweather, they all go to those big games. The pressure, the bright lights, the spotlight. That's all on you every night. Your flaws get brought out more. So what I'm like really surprised about is the jazz because I know they're building for the future, but I don't think they're that bad. They're not. I actually think they're a decent team. They're still in. They're still hanging around. They're two games under 500. They have a better record. Than the Lakers. Have, I was going to say they're better than the Lakers right now, which is a disgrace. So, but so do you think the Russ buyout is legit? Because I, I, I like Clarkson. I like marketing. They're, they're beasts, bro. Yeah. They're really good pieces on that team. So I'm I'm curious to see where do you think the Jazz are going to spend their first round picks because they have marketing. I thought he I think he's a fucking phenomenal player. Every time I watch him, I'm like, wow, this kid's really slept on. And then you got Clarkson, who if he's hot, it's it, he, yeah, he gets it going. He's he's just really really streaky because he's, he's cold. Really he's cold. Yes, but he's not afraid to shoot. No, and he will, he will, he will put up some points, and he he, he could play. He, he's, I think he's a good player. Yeah, for the Jazz, so I do think I. He plays uh, both ends pretty well. But what I'm saying is, the Jazz, where can they spend? Because I, if I look at this roster, I think there may be a superstar and two bench pieces away from being legitimately. A, yeah, a legit team in the West. I don't know off the top of my head, but they're going to be able to trade that ridiculous amount of picks that they have. Like I said, 15 picks in seven years. Over the next seven years, they have 15 first-rounders. And who would be available? I don't know. 
Like who who is worth like think that? about it? Like here's the thing. You have the you have enough money. I don't think they'll do it, but you can offer Kyrie that full max. Would Kyrie go to Utah if he, they're the only team giving him four years, two hundred million? My thing is, does he fit? I don't think so. Well, I don't know. If they, well, actually, no, he won't go there because Danny Ainge is the owner there. I Danny think Utah, Ainge is the, uh, I think Utah needs a big man. Yeah. Uh, I don't know off the top of my head, but here's the thing. They have enough ammo to do whatever they want. It's just a matter of will the star sign. Correct. So now I have another thing. But also, and I thought about this. Hold on. Also, they will be able to draft. They're going to be able to draft a lot in the first round, too. So they could truly build from the ground up. They could. And I also thought about this, too. And this is hypothetically speaking. If, this, if the Sixers don't make the finals... It's finals or bust for this team, right? So, well, for me, Eastern Conference Finals. So, well, no, I don't want that. You're 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 in win now mode. No, no, I agree, but it's it's it, remember they have to face Giannis. So what? Beat them. I agree. You I'm just saying that, but I don't think they're I don't think they're a finals I mean, or bust team. You got to face Giannis when you play the Sixers. You got to face Embiid, Harden, and Maxi. Yep. Well, Maxi's been on the downslope, but that's uh, beside. Who did the Bucks side? They got Giannis and Middleton. Giannis Middleton. Um, uh, what's they his just name? got Crowder. Yeah, Drew well, Holiday. Not, yeah, Drew Holiday. He's pretty. He's Brooke Lopez. He's decent. Yeah. I look. I, I get it. The Bucks are a really good team. I'm not discrediting them. But what I'm saying is, you got to guard more on the Sixers, in my opinion. They have a lot more star pot, star yeah. power. But if the Sixers lose or they don't make to the finals, do you think the Jazz could call them up and say, "Hey, yeah," but they would never do it. Never. Sixers would never trade Joel Embiid. If they offered 10 first-round picks for Joel Embiid, you're not taking it? You got to sit back. I, I, I'm Wait, thinking, 10 first-round picks? Yeah. I, because I'm looking at it like this. They got to spend those picks somewhere. Yeah. That They are planning to do so. So when I look around the league, I'm looking, I'm just thinking about players. They would have to pull a trigger somewhere. And if that spot opened up for them... Do you think the Sixers would would look into that? I mean, look, 10 first-round picks is amazing. But when you have a caliber player of Joel Embiid, I mean, Joel Embiid's one of the – he's a top three player in the league, top five at worst. Right. And you put so, him with marketing and you get a couple more pieces. Awesome. Now, but, but now you'll have Utah becoming a destination. You're going to be like, holy shit, they got Embiid, they got marketing. They got Clarkson. Yeah. If it, if we can add here and, and here and there, we could be all right. I'm just hypothetically speaking. Yeah. Because D'Angelo Russell's a free agent next year. Okay. Fred Van Vliet, Van yeah. Vliet's a free agent next year. Harrison Barnes. He's he would be a perfect fit for them. Gary Trent. Yeah. He'd be great for the Sixers. Uh, he's a he's a knockdown uh, shooter. Uh, Kuzma, Brooke Lopez, Jordan Clarkson, Josh Hart, uh, Tht. <laughs> THT. Haven't heard his name in forever. Hey, you won't be. Seth Curry's a free agent. Um, so I mean, that's what it is. There's not really, you know, any huge, huge names. There's a few, but other than that, it's all you know, basic. Because a lot of the stars now, like Kevin Durant's on their contract for three years now in Phoenix. Chris Paul still has two years left. Devin Booker's locked mm -hmm. up. Luca, Kyrie's going to be a free agent, but again, you don't know. LeBron's locked up. AD's locked up. I think Jalen Brown could be somebody. Uh, could be mentioned in that conversation. There's like, yeah. he's been involved in some trade talk. I don't understand years. it. Why you would break up Jalen, uh Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum is beyond me. They're let them. They're young. <laughs> yeah, please. Because the Sixers have to play them. Right. But why you would not do everything you can to build around those two dudes who are stars? Jason Tatum's a superstar. Jalen Brown's a star. Yeah. 
why you would not build on that is so so you think the jazz are just gonna just build through the draft i think they're gonna build through the draft unless they get unless somebody becomes available and they could throw the boat and get them in a trade because i don't think anybody willingly is going to go join the jazz because of the the brand i just think it's a small market you know the whole history with you know the racist fans and all that shit. But yeah. I don't want to get into that. But like right. that, I think goes into people because you've heard, op you've openly heard Draymond Green, J.R. Smith, LeBron James, Kyrie Irving. They've all mentioned about the fans in Utah and yeah. they hate them. Yeah. So you know, I don't know. But wouldn't it be cool if if you if like you just put a city on the map? That'd be amazing. Yeah. Change the whole scope of the franchise. Why do you think guy. I was so mad at Kevin Durant when he left OKC? It's just like a Brady situation. He went to Tampa and he's the guy there now. Like they love him there. Like yeah. you, 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 you've you've created a culture in this city. You know what could also that's, happen? That's from you. You know what also could happen? What if they offer seven first round picks for Damian Lillard? If Damian, if they don't that's do anything good, in the playoffs, option. I just thought of that. If they don't make the playoffs. Damian at that and point in marketing you've maxed out everything danny ainge calls them yo let's talk to chauncey billups we'll give you seven first round picks for damian lillard how did the trailblazers say no you've already maxed out your potential with damian lillard yeah. you know you're not going anywhere at this point yeah they're right and at this point he's just dying out there because again they're not going to win anything exactly. and that that's not his fault because you have kevin durant now that goes to the suns yep the Trailblazers can't compete with them. Mm -hmm. They can't compete with the Lakers now. They can't compete with the Grizzlies. They can't compete with the the Nuggets. Yep, it sucks. The West is is the West brutal. is stacked. It is stacked. It's gonna be it's gonna be grueling to get to the finals in the West. Um, and then our last trade before we get to the NFL news: Kevin Durant traded to the Suns for Michael Bridges, Jay Crowder, Jay Crowder, Cam Johnson, and four first rounders. <sighs> Can you explain to me how Rudy Gobert Boom. warranted more? in a trade than Kevin Durant because something shady is going on here because it makes no sense. How do you trade in one year? How do you trade Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, and James Harden? And the best player you receive back is Spencer Dinwiddie. Wow. That's true. But they acquired picks. They got four first round, five first round picks total. Or no, more than that because they got more than that. six or seven they got. Yeah, that's pretty good. But not for those three players. They're three generational talents. I got it. But Kyrie lost his value, too, a little bit along the way. Remember when people said that Ben Simmons was going to do great there and that they won the trade? Well, that's another thing, too. They got Ben Simmons, so that stinks. I know, but that was a big part of the deal, too. It weighed heavy in the deal. That's what I'm saying. I looked at his over and under tonight for points. Is it like two yes. and a half? Six and a half. Wow. <laughs> two and a half is wild, bro. Yeah, a basket? Well, I mean, it's hard to predict. He can't He's shoot. averaging seven, seven, and six. He has to make free throws. Too. He sucks so bad. And I was sitting here screaming it that entire summer, and I kept saying it. He sucks. He doesn't work hard. He's not in it to win it. He didn't improve. But, and I said this before when we were talking about it. When you practice something and you practice for months on end, yep. you should marginally improve. Well, he, he, made, he had an interview the other day, and he said it's going to take him – years to get the back to where he was bro he's not getting back to anywhere well he peaked his rookie year well here's the thing he just fumbled the bag bro you don't say that dude why would you market yourself that way you're a few years away from your former self like that's that's a poor decision you see, that's you know, poor um what's his face is it cam johnson the dude snapping right in there. brooklyn right now is it cam johnson i can't think of his name off the top of my head cam something cam thomas cam thomas he has more points in the last three games than Ben Simmons does in the last 120. What? 
He has 121 points. Ben Simmons has 120 points. Oh, over his last 20 games. Excuse oh, me. oh, oh. Excuse me. I was like 100, 100 yeah, games. I'm I like, said it backwards. Now, league, fam? His last three <laughs> games, he has 121 points. And Ben Simmons' last 20 games, he has 121. That kid's really good. He's awesome. Yeah. Remember I told you about him in the spring in the when he was in the summer league? Yeah. He's really good. I said he's awesome. He's very good. He yeah, Ben Simmons stinks. But going back to the Durant trade, this was a bombshell. I it was, I, I think I was sleeping. I was. It was like 1 30 yeah. in the morning. I woke up. I was like, holy shit. I woke up and I'm like, I'm like, yo, Liz. <laughs> I'm like, yo, the sun's got KD. She's like, yeah. She's like, I can't believe it. And I'm like, me either. What the fuck? If I rolled over and so said what that, they that get for like, well, what was the trade? So now it's a trade. Allie wouldn't even know who KD was. KD? Yeah. Really? Yeah. She would have no idea. Yeah. Well, I'll, well I would Alyssa, hope. Alyssa, well, Alyssa follows I would hope she, if I asked Allie who is KD. But I'm scared to ask it because if she says something really off, I'm going to be really upset. She's going to say, KD. KD. Who's he play for? The, the Mets? Who the hell are you talking about? Yeah. KD. I'm going to ask her when I go home. I have to ask her. Yeah, I text yeah. her as soon as I was there. You got to snap it too. Actually, I'm going to FaceTime her. I'm going to FaceTime her so she can't Google it and cat. Unless she's watching us and she's scheming right now. Nah, she's probably putting G to bed. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so anyway, back to that. I just, again, I don't understand what the Nets are doing. And like I said, you traded those three stars and you got back your best player with Spencer Dinwiddie. Well, so Kevin Durant got traded to the Suns for Mikel Bridges, Jay Crowder, Cam Johnson, and four first rounders. I, it's not a bad haul. Nah, fam. How do you not get back Devin Booker? And I'm not even a Devin Booker guy like that. Um, I don't think Devin Booker's a superstar like most of the people do, but you have to four, get him back. I think the four first rounders made a whole might have sealed the deal, though. I mean, look, that's that's my. I got you, but they got good pieces. It's Kevin Durant. Bridges is good. Crowder's is, is is pretty good. Cam Johnson's. Well, they traded Jay Crowder. Oh yeah, Drake. Yeah, where, where did he go? I'm sorry. Bucks. The Bucks. Yeah. Okay. Actually, I think they and well, here's the thing: they traded him for five second round picks. I think so. That's a good trade. That's a great trade. So yeah. they got four first rounders and five second round picks. Yeah. That's a that's a great haul. Yeah. In my opinion. But for Kevin Durant, it, you need a blue chip player. Is is he healthy though? Who? Durant. We'll find out when he comes back after that's the what I'm break. saying. So I don't I, I don't mind a deal for the Nets. I feel like they just completely hit the reset button. They were like, fuck this. We were done with this. They had to. They had to. They looked they looked like a, a horrible franchise. And Kyrie came out and said, "Yo, I'm so happy he got out of there." That was like, wild. what is so toxic about that place that you know what it was? nobody knows about? Because I, I just don't understand. I can it. tell you what it was: poor leadership. Kyrie's not a leader. Kevin Durant's not a leader. When you go into, how do you lead men? You need to go in there, and they hired Steve Nash. Kyrie Irving says, "We don't need a head coach." You can't. What do you mean you don't need a head coach? You need a leader in your locker room galvanizes the group, makes them one, makes them a unit. They didn't have anybody that does that. And that was always my thing with Kevin Durant. I remember when I said like, oh, Kevin Durant's overrated and everybody was ripping me and saying I was crazy. That's all I meant by it was that you can't drop Kevin Durant on a team. I mean, Kevin Durant's been on a super team since he left OKC. You think the Suns are a super team? I, they're cl damn close. I mean, Devin Booker, everybody thinks he's a stud. He's I a do. superstar. I know. I love saying. Devin Booker. Chris Paul. Chris Paul can still play. I will tell you this. Chris Paul, Devin Booker, 
DeAndre Ayton. DeAndre Ayton just had 38 points the other night. I know, but DeAndre Ayton's a weird player, though, man. He's really up and down. Yeah. You're not miss. getting 38 every every night. But I'm just saying he's capable of doing that. Capable, yes. I mean, if DeAndre Ayton gives you 38 a night, you're not losing. But it's very few and far between. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But I'm just saying he's with KD. KD just needs to go to a place where he doesn't have to lead. He doesn't have to be the face, and he can just go and play basketball. So you think this is the perfect fit for him? Yeah, because it's the same. It's similar to the Warriors. Does this where he make can, him a title contender? Absolutely. Like, do you think, better? Do you think they are going to the finals, or they had the best chance in the West after this move? I'm gonna say yes because when you, when you get KD, yeah, you change your whole franchise. Well, the Nets didn't. Yes, but again, like, it comes back to poor leadership. I feel like now he Suns, doesn't have to lead. He has Chris Paul. Correct, but the Suns have something good in place. Yeah. They have been good for the last And they have Monty years. Williams, who's an awesome head coach. Correct. He's awesome. So I would say they're probably the favorites. But here's the thing. KD has a ton of pressure on him. Because if he gets bounced before the finals, he's going to get ripped. Ripped. Is it fair? Absolutely. Absolutely. Why? The West is pretty loaded, though. The West is loaded. But when you're KD, you are expected to win. There was a point in time where people said that he was better than LeBron James. Well, LeBron James is expected to win. He is. So that's what I'm saying. If he doesn't make it, well, you can make a case. Well, he had LeBron and the West was stacked. He had the MVP. And you got to get through it. Yes. You wanted to go there. You have Devin Booker. You have you have Chris Paul. You have DeAndre Ayton. You have an awesome head coach. You have leadership. You're going to a good organization. You should. I mean, if you can't do it with those two, who are you going to do it with? But what I'm saying, is it fair to just put that all that pressure on him just because he went somewhere else? Yeah, because like, Kevin Durant. you're like, oh, you got to win the title or you got to go to the finals. Like, you have to. If you don't, then your career is in jeopardy and and, and your legacy takes a hit. Yes. Like, I, I just don't believe in a, in a one year in his career to to put that on him. Like, I I just, I don't know. I, I feel like it's it, it weighs too much. Um, and in, in the grand scheme of his whole career... It weighs too much. Why would that one year impact his legacy as a whole? That's, because that's Kevin Durant, when you reach that level of play, that's your expectation. Period. Period. And, and that that comes with the territory of being a great player. It's a good answer. It's superstar. It's it's when you are a superstar, and you are a and you are a certified top three player in the NBA, and you have been since probably 2012 or 2011 when you went to the finals. Those are the expectations that comes with it. And he didn't do himself any favors by going to the Warriors. Mm -hmm. LeBron never got his respect until he went back to Cleveland and won it. I totally agree. That's a, that's, that's a great point. I mean, you made great points. So um, I totally agree with that. Actually. Yeah. He has a lot of pressure on him to win. Yeah. I just, I, for me, I, I the only thing I don't agree on is just, it shouldn't weigh that much. My prediction though, right now, truthfully, Western conference finals will be Lakers Suns. That's as far as I'm going. I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna make my prediction yet. We'll get into that. But yeah, I'm just saying, right now on February 9th, Lakers Suns. Okay. What about the East? The East Sixers Bucks. Is Sixers biased? They haven't been there in a long time. No, they will get there though, because I don't. I still think the Sixers are good, but they don't have enough to get to to win it all. But I think they could handle it in the East. East is pretty weak, right? Yeah, East is down. Outside Boston and and the Boston, Bucks. the Bucks, and that. That's that's it. The Knicks are frisky. They'll be fighting. They Atlanta are. will be fighting. The Knicks are. Right. Yeah, Atlanta will be fighting. That's because Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson's really good. I know. Imagine being really, the Mavericks. Really you had a younger version of Kyrie Irving with his head on his shoulders, but they didn't believe in him. They traded him to New York. 
And now you signed Kyrie he was Irving. A flash in the pan. And you lost Spencer Dinwiddie. You lost Dorian uh, Finney Smith. You lost your picks. But you had a very similar Kyrie Irving. That sucks for them. Yeah, but you also got like the, I, I believe the Mavericks always want to win now. Of course. Like, especially with Mark Cuban. Yeah. He's that's just that's just who he is. So I I feel like they needed a veteran at that position as opposed to a younger player with Luca. Yeah. In my opinion. That's why I would say like the experience factor on that court weighed more than a Jalen Brunson and taking a chance. In my opinion. Yeah. That's how I see it. I agree. All right, guys, we are moving on to our NFL news. And that was fun, man. Dusting off some uh, NBA rust. That yeah, was great. I know. I was, I was I, fucking I up people's names and shit. Yeah, it was great. All right. Cardinals still don't have a head coach. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well. Why, Nick? Tell me why. Kyler Murray, bro. He's hard to work with. He's, you can't work with people yanks. like that. You can't work with people like that. Oh, you don't I'm so want to happy. work with people like that. I'm so happy I was you right. Don't. He stinks. Kyler, I the it, day I, he signed that contract, I went right on TikTok. It is documented. He they just guaranteed the Cardinals will not win a Super Bowl in the next five years. Kyler Murray is the most overrated quarterback I've ever seen in my life, next to Philip Rivers. I had to throw that in there. Excuse damn, me. Damn, but I'm just saying you can't put Philip Rivers no, and Kyler. I'm Murray not. In the same Kyler Murray absolutely blows, and I am so happy this is happening. Explain. I don't like. When players get put in positions that they haven't earned. Kyler Murray has played in the NFL for four years. He has three losing seasons. He was, and in his winning season, he was seven and zero and didn't win the division. He gets to his playoff game and gets embarrassed to the point that he was benched. And there were people saying that he was a top 10 quarterback. Well, that was the game when Odell had more passing yards in him in the third quarter. In the third quarter. <laughs> it's fucking nuts. And you had people on TV talking that he was a top 10 quarterback. And my favorite guy in the world, Baker Mayfield. Kyler Murray has still never had a better season than Baker Mayfield's 2020 season. Baker I, Mayfield had more touchdowns, less interceptions, won a playoff game. What was Baker's stats? Let me look it up. He had 26 touchdowns and eight interceptions. Okay. So, I can argue that Kyler had a better year. He had 24 touchdowns and, and... He had 26 touchdowns and 12 picks. He's talking about 2020, right? Yep. And he had 3,900 uh, passing yards. What was his record? No, I know. What I'm saying is... Well, uh, audience. Statistical-wise... Fuck stats. I want wins. What was the record that year? I think they were 3-13. and 13. The Cardinals? I think they were 6-10, and 10 maybe. Something like that, because that was his second year. 4-13, uh, and 13, I think. Thank you. Wait, to 2020 Arizona Cardinals? Yeah. It was that was only 16 games. So 4 and 12, 5 and 11 something like that. Record. Now I'm looking up right now. Yeah. Stay tuned. They were 8 and 8. Oh, they were 8 and 8. They were 8 okay. and 8. Okay. Yeah, they were average. Oh, it was better. Right. So I mean, but look, you, Again, it's the new era of the NFL. I know what you're saying about Kyler Murray. I don't believe him as a leader. Yeah. I don't think he can lead my team to the to, to get me to a Super Bowl. Like I, I like 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 a Jalen Hurts. I don't feel like he's cool, calm, and collected and level-headed enough to lead a locker room like a Jalen Hurts. That's my biggest thing with him. The talent, he's got great talent. He could run around, he could make all the all the fancy plays and stuff and, and the throws, but he ain't, he ain't getting any taller, so his his height definitely limited his ability to throw the football. But 
his rushing stats are really, really good. So in 2020, Mike, he had 819 rushing yards with 11 touchdowns. Mm-hmm. And he had 26 touchdowns and 12 interceptions with 3,971 yards passing. It's pretty good. Side. I think that's pretty solid because you got to the new age of quarterbacks. You got to take account for the rushing and the passing. You do, but if the rushing plays, those rushing plays could have led to passing plays, which would boost your stats in the passing game, as opposed to the rushing. But game. you know what it did? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but you know what it didn't lead to? It, what W's. Well, no, I I agree. I mean, they were eight and eight. I yeah. get it. But he had 113 carries. I mean, 133 carries. You convert that to passes. His his stats, his passing stats, yeah. would be a little bit more inflated. I got probably. you. That's 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 what I, I I'm trying. I'm just trying to play the averages yeah. a little bit. But the long and the short of it is, long Cardinals sh- don't have it. a head coach. I got it. I got it. They don't have a head coach. But I I just again, it comes down to leadership. He's not a leader. He cannot lead group. He can't. Like you don't go seven and zero and then fucking com- like completely collapse and don't win division. How do you go seven and zero and not win division, cause? How? You're a Stink. slam dunk. The Vegas odds are probably like a minus 350 at the time to win the division. It's embarrassing. It is embarrassing. But that's the reason why they don't have a head coach because I don't think somebody wants to put their neck out there and sacrifice their potential coaching career in the future for Kyler Murray. Only thing I can think that's of. That's the only thing I can think of. I can think of one thing. They're waiting for enemy after the Super Bowl. It's the only thing I can think of. But do you think he changes things? I, I, no. I, I don't see that. No, because here's the thing. He's going into a terrible situation because you don't get Kyler back until about Thanksgiving. And Kyler Murray's not going to be the same because Kyler Murray's relying on his legs. So so do you think that Kyler has already reached his peak, his ceiling? Oh, absolutely. Yeah? Absolutely. All four foot 11 of them. He already reached his ceiling, dude. And then you tear your ACL. His legs are never going back. Kyler Murray already reached his ceiling, dude. Kyler Murray is a 500 quarterback or worse. Moving forward, I agree, but his situation is a little tough, though. The Cardinals are, I, I were an when, aging team. When you that dude, or, I don't want to hear it. When you're that dude and you get portrayed like that on TV every day, and you're talking about a top ten quarterback, oh, no, look, you bro, need to win. Look, man, I'm not. I'm not. This is not a debate. I'm just trying to give the other side a little bit more credit too. Yeah, like I have to look at it from both ends too. You know what I mean? To be a fair critic, but. I, I, I'm just not impressed by Kyler Murray. I, I, I just, never been. I, I, I mean, I, I don't think he can go into Arrowhead and go toe-to-toe with Mahomes. Hell I don't no. think he can go. Bro, he can't go to Philly and go toe-to-toe with Jalen Hurts. Well, that's what I'm saying. He can't too. go to Dallas and go toe-to-toe with Dak Prescott. I agree because that defense would harass him all day. He can't go to can L.A. Go. and go toe-to-toe with Herbert. He can't go toe-to-toe with Trevor Lawrence. He can't go toe-to-toe with Rodgers. He can't go toe-to-toe with Jared Goff right now. Wow. I, I would probably agree with you on that, actually. I would, actually. I think Jared Goff would outplay him in, in a game against the Lions. Absolutely. I think the Lions have have played really well under Goff, and uh, he's he's been amazing. I mean, yeah. that, that, that offense was number one in the league for a majority of the season. I know. In the beginning. So, yeah, I would probably agree with you on that. That's actually, like, a really good – I didn't think about that. Yep. Good shit. All right. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the reason. Potted. Well, yeah, that's the reason yeah. why they, have, they don't have a head coach because – Kyler Murray, yep. you got to stick your neck out of the woods for a guy that is very uncertainty. I know. All right. Aaron Rodgers uh, will decide whether or not he's retiring after going on a four-day darkness retreat. Psychotic and iconic. He's amazing. I love it. Me too, bro. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. 
I love it. Look, I also think it's a little weird too. I Googled it because I didn't know what the fuck it was. And I watched it. I'm like, holy shit. Like, I don't know if I could do that. Explain it to, to the audience. So basically you seclude yourself in a dark like room for four nights and four days. No light at all. No phone. There's a bathroom. When you get food, somebody comes and puts it through like a slot. And apparently being in the dark for that extended period of time, it like releases the DMT in your brain. It can, you know, make you have hallucinogenic thoughts. And like, it's like a like a natural medicine thing that gets you really in touch with yourself and stuff like that. From what I understood from what I was re reading, um, it sounded awesome. I was kind of thinking about doing it, uh, <laughs> but I, I don't look, I'm not going to similar to what I was saying with Kyrie earlier. If Aaron Rodgers, that's what he needs to get himself to decide. Then so be it. I mean, look, he gets criticized more than anyone, but he goes on shows. He still says, says whatever he feels. He seems happy. So what's the problem? There is a problem because if I invested $150 million into my quarterback and he's telling me he's going into a dark room mm -hmm. for four days. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? Isn't it alternative? It's alternative medicine. I, I look, I get it. But if as a franchise that I invested 150 million into somebody, yep, I would be concerned. Like, bro, are you okay? Is everything okay? Look, I'm all for seeking peace. You know that? Yeah. I am. But there guys, there's got to be a time where you got to be like, all right, you got to draw the line, dude. Because if you're talking about hallucinating in a dark room in four days. Well, he's not taking any drugs in there. I know he's not taking drugs, but you had the chance of hallucinating for four days or in, in that four days. And I invested $150 million into this person. You, I, I'm concerned, bro. But what if he comes back in balls? Well, he did. He took... Uh, what was it? Ayahuasca. Ayahuasca, and then came back and won the MVP. So whatever works for him, great. But if I'm investing 150 million into somebody, bro, I'm definitely concerned. That's an investment. <laughs> that's a that's a hefty investment, bro. Imagine giving somebody and my quarterback million. is in a, in a in a dark room, whether he wants to play or not, and if he's happy with my franchise, yeah, I, I, that's a slap in the face to me, bro. Absolutely, I gave you 150 million. It's a fucking slap in the face. Hell yeah! He's is. going in the darkness for four he's days. He's going in the darkness because he's he, he's unsure if he wants to play for our franchise. When a year ago he signed a three-year, one hundred and fifty million dollar deal with fifty million in each year. He's amazing. He's not turning down fifty million. He's fucking one hundred percent coming back. He just what he's trying to figure out is is it in Green Bay or is it somewhere else? That's what he's trying to figure out. He's know. definitely playing. I, I I don't I don't have. I, I'm telling you, he's definitely playing. That's how I take it. I think he's he's wondering what team do I want to play for, but not for nothing. If I'm the Green Bay Packers, I don't even want him back because now you're you're telling me you you're got to go into a dark place for four fucking days to figure out if you want to be our quarterback. What the fuck are you? Well, talking that's how about? he's. Ref I mean, what if that's the? But that's how he goes about reflection. There is no reflection. He said, "I have to decide my future in those four days." Okay. I just gave you 150 million for three years. Are you going to honor the contract? But they knew. Or not? They knew he was like that when they gave him that. But if my quarterback is sitting in a room and he's unhappy with us and he's only here for the 50 ends, possibly because he can be, he could just show up and be like, "Oh, I'm here for the 50." I don't think that. I think Aaron Rodgers is too like big of a competitor. He wouldn't be like that. But I'm just saying he could. He could. He in, in that dark room, he's like, "Oh man, I can make 50 million this year and, and just and just show up. Cool, I'll do that." In that dark room, right? You hallucinate. You do all those things. I, I'm just saying, bro. But if I invested in somebody, if you invested into something, and 
that person is hallucinating in a room for four days and they don't even know if they want to work with you or not, or they're going to come back to your company. How would you feel about that? Concerned. Correct. And that's exactly how they, the but I would be also, I would also be curious. Curious into, into, into joining them. No, 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 no. Oh, I don't think great. I do. I don't want to hallucinate, bro. I'm good on hallucinating. I don't want to do that. It just, I'm intrigued by it all. Cause I never, I never heard of a darkness retreat, but if you look, people say it's amazing. Shoot them up sports. It's voluntary prison. Yeah, yeah, it is. That's, that's, that's really what it is. So yeah, I'm fucking concerned, bro. Hell yeah. If I'm green Bay, I'm taking it as a smack in the face. I am. I am. You, you wouldn't take it that way? No, I wouldn't. See, I, I, I'm different, bro. Yeah, I, no, I, I wouldn't. Because that's I, how he reflects and that's how he wants to decide his future. And I think Green Bay's aware of it's a year-to-year -year right now because he's unsure. Now, look, I know you should want him to be committed, but that's Green Bay gave him that contract knowing that that's what he does in the offseason. He's into psychedelics and, and plant-based medicine. and. But he signed a commitment. Three years, $150 million. Yeah, but if he retires, he doesn't get it. But now you're telling the public, oh, I need four days of darkness. Okay. First off, why are you telling the public that you need four he days was asked. of darkness? He was asked. I know you're asked, but there's some things you cannot say. But that's but that's what I appreciate, and that's what I appreciate about Kyrie, bro. You should be able to say what you feel unjudged. But you got to understand, when you are Aaron Rodgers and you have a lot of fans, a lot of people are probably going to try this method now. But here's my thing, bro. And what happens if something if something goes wrong? Oh, Aaron Rodgers did it, and and you know something happened. Well, somebody, that's not somebody. That, somebody made an accident and and possibly lose like lose their life. But that's not they hallucinated, and they, they thought a knife was like a fucking. Look, I don't know. I hate to say bar. it. I don't I'm mean to come saying, off. Dog. I don't mean to come off like this though. But I mean, here's the thing: it, you don't have to follow what people do. Yeah, like that's that that would be that human's choice to do that. But my thing is, is we will sit there and we will the country will do nothing but talk about the mental health crisis and how people need to just openly be themselves. And that's the key to happiness. And it's OK to not be OK and all that. But as soon as somebody doesn't want to go and take something prescribed from a doctor and wants to look at alternative medicine or plant based medicine or some type of, you know, different type of therapy, it gets looked down upon. And that's what I don't like, because if you're looking for true happiness and my vision of it is different than yours, I should be free to do what I choose that helps me in my decision makes decision making in life. And that's why I side with Aaron Rodgers on that. And I'm not even an Aaron Rodgers fan like that. You know this. What I'm saying is that it's okay to tell somebody you can go talk to a therapist and you can take medicine and we fully support you. But if Aaron Rodgers is going through, you know, depression or he needs something to help him formulate his thoughts and gain clarity and he goes about it a different way, even though it helps him, I think that that should be more of, that should be more, you know, that should be commended. That's how he deals with his pain, or that's how he deals with his life decisions. Right, but when you talk about hallucinations, you are talking about a different alternative that could be very harmful. Yeah, but that's I, what I mean. But depression a therapists, you don't hallucinate. You no, talk to somebody. But to depression medication can be can be just as dangerous, if not more. True, but the alternative for the the um, the uh, what, what is it? the the therapy session yeah. would be the safer route. That's that's why. Yeah, I, true that, therapy. That's why that's, but if that. he doesn't, if he doesn't believe in that, that's his belief. No, and that's I, what I'm talking. I, about. And I totally get it. But to tell the, the world that you're gonna be in four days of darkness, like to me, I I just feel like there's some things that should just are just better off left being unsaid. 
because he is definitely going to influence people to try this because again, curiosity will kill the cat, bro. Yeah. It's just, it's, that's just what it, that's just, what I was curious. I Googled it immediately. Correct, you're curious. And then you're, you're sitting there. You're like, damn, like, yo, like maybe like, what if I tried it? I bought blackout shades for my house. I would love to get four days away by myself. I know, but four days okay. of darkness, man, like that, that's tough, bro. Now, like, I don't ever, I would great. never do anything to make me hallucinate. I don't ever want to look at, I don't ever want to look at something and not know if it's fake or real. I have no interest in that. I, that doesn't sound fun to me. Like, I would never want to look at a microphone and be like, wow. Now, like, I would never want to do that. Now, what trip, what would trip me out is being in full, being in darkness like that. And then if, if I'm at the hallucination stage and I hear a little creak, oh, hell no, nah, man. Tweak? Oh, I'll be tweaking, man. <laughs> I, 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 I'd be, I'd be, I'd be spazzing. Wouldn't you? Hell yeah. That's what I'm saying. I've done it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. I, I just, that's cool. Whatever, yeah. whatever helps him. That's great. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I, I feel a lot different about it, to be honest with you. All right. It's all good. I, that's the beauty of it. Yeah. All right. Sean Payton cuts off Russell Wilson's personal quarterback coach. P Phil, please bring up that, that uh, clip I sent you. Cause this is amazing. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's great. This is, this, this is, is my team now and I'm in the building. This is content right here. This is some good content. I laughed my ass off when I saw this, dude. You showed me this other night. I didn't even see it. Wait, I got to change the uh, setting. Oh, good. So Take your time. So we got time. So everyone can hear it, which is... Take your time, Philly Phil. Take your time. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, we potting heavy tonight, man. Shout out to everybody that's tuned in right now. It was, it was awesome going back to basketball. Yeah. I felt so good doing that, dude, because I love basketball. And now we're going to be able to talk about it more because the NFL is going to slow up a little bit. So we'll be doing more basketball, more football. We'll start getting baseball in there yeah. in a few weeks. Yep. It's going to be fun. And just as a, rhyme, like a reminder to the audience, we're going to be live on Super Bowl Sunday at 11 o'clock in the morning with our special guest, Tom Doc. You do not want to miss that show. We're going to be giving our Super Bowl predictions, our MVP, some prop bets. So be sure to tune in on Sunday at 11 o'clock in the morning. And go birds, baby. Philly Phil, roll the clip. <laughs> hey yo <laughs> that's foreign to me that was no set there was no sound phil what the fuck there's no sound no audio 11 a.m okay yes sir dave 11 a.m we got our guy we're gonna have coffee and cones coffee and cones all right greasy I will accept the second bet, which I know you're not going to pay after the Eagles win, but double or nothing. So you better hit my Venmo with 400 after the Eagles win. Okay, now it should be good. Fuck. And I said that on camera so that now I could play this film when you log in on Tuesday and you don't pay me. So And Greasy, if you, if you don't pay up, you will be blocked. All right, go ahead, Phil.
Uh, Tom's saying still nothing. All right, forget it. I'll, I'll just say it. So basically, Sean Payton was asked about Russell Wilson having his personal quarterback coach in the building working with him directly. And Sean Payton said that that is foreign to him. He's never heard of that. And he shut that down immediately. Um, I think that's amazing. I think that's a man commanding a room. I think that's a man telling Russell Wilson all that me, me, me shit and all those special privileges are gone. You're going to be treated like every other guy in here. You're nothing special and you're going to be coached and you're going to be coached hard. And maybe he could get Russell Wilson back to somewhat of what he was. But I thought it was hysterical in the process. I thought it was great. I thought it was very Bill Belichickian. This is my shit. This is my fucking team. There will be no outside quarterback coaches, no outside coaches. That's not all my staff that will enter this building. It's my staff only. It's my way or the highway. This is my system. This is my culture. This is how we're going to get down. You're not special to anybody. You're one out of 52 players. And that's just, that's just what it is. Or one out of 53. Sorry. You're, that's just what it is. And that's the bottom line. If you don't like it, then hit the fucking road. I don't care. I love that. That's a that's a great message by Sean Payton. He set the tone for the season and and you know in the offseason, training camp, everything. There, uh, he is going to command a lot of respect in that locker room. I I, I thought it was fantastic. If you're a Broncos that. fan or a Broncos player not named Russell Wilson, you should look at that and feel happy and feel encouraged and know that you're gonna have you're gonna have a much better season than what you had last year. Well, Russell Wilson's got to change his ways. Agreed. And Agreed. It's going to be tough. A lot of people are just stuck in their own ways. Yeah. And, and, and you know, and, and that's just, I mean, that's okay too. You know what I mean? Because that's what you're just used to. But it's, it's a lot to overcome when you're not used to the same thing. It's not, it's not a routine for you anymore. Yeah. So now you got to make a lot of adjustments. Is that going to mess your game up? Yeah. Could it help your game? Well, we're going to find out. We're going to find out. It, it's, it's a make or break year for Russ. I'll tell you that. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, last one. Mike Francesca's QB comments. He says that Tom Brady is not the greatest quarterback ever. He's not the best regular season quarterback Peyton Manning is, and he's not the best Super Bowl quarterback ever Joe Montana is. Theories, you could take off on this one. So Joe Montana is a better Super Bowl quarterback, and he went to four. Oh, wait, I'm just so confused because Mr. Francesca, he left out the playoffs. Tom Brady's 35 and 12 in the playoffs, cuz 35 and 12. He Great played point. 47 games in the playoffs and won 35 of them. Excuse me. What the fuck are you talking about? Joe Montana was 12 and 12 and 7 in the playoffs. So who had a better record? Who had a better record? Tom Brady if by he a mile. Doubled Joe Montana's wins. It doesn't even come close to Brady's. And he and he still has five less losses. And Brady played in 47 games. And he lost 12 of those games. Montana played in 19 and lost seven. That's crazy. Yeah. No, here's the thing. That's more than half of his losses total. He's five away. And he played in fucking in 20-something more games. That's unreal, dude. That's that's unbelievable. As so some, what is, I, I don't understand. Like, he left out everything. That is somebody trying to just go against the green. Well, here's purpose. the thing. This is what pisses me off. It's like the guy retires... Right, right. During his during his playing time, oh, he's the go, he's the go, he should retire, blah blah blah. He has nothing to prove and all this shit. Then he retires, and you say some fuck shit like this, and then you wonder why the man comes back and wants to play because he wants to shut you the fuck up. And they go like, oh, why did he come back? He had nothing to prove and all this other shit. You're egging him on. 
it's it's like it's like you're poking a bear and expecting it that had to have no reaction it's 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 like it doesn't make any sense for they egg him on it's just it's uh, all it was is for clickbaity clout that's all it was come on bro if you yeah. re- does he really believe that this guy doesn't even watch fucking football does he what this guy watch football i didn't even like he yeah. he's usually around baseball i thought yeah i think he was on a podcast with uh matt with uh chris russo but that's it i think it fl- might have flopped honestly um but my thing is is like i don't i just don't understand like at some point you just have to acknowledge what it is like i was a peyton manning fan growing up when tom brady beat the falcons it was like all right that's enough yeah he's like he showed everything there's nothing there's yeah. nothing he went to a new team in a year where he had to learn a new playbook yeah a, a head coach that's never won a super bowl brand new team left bill belichick after everybody said it was all belichick and he won the super bowl and bill belichick has been mid since since he left now look with peyton manning i don't i'll get into oh the greatest regular season quarterbacks i don't do that me either peyton manning is the second best quarterback i've ever seen in my life if people from the 80s and 90s want to argue Joe Montana, I'm not going to fight him on that. But personally, Peyton Manning's the second best quarterback I've ever seen in my life. I'm right with you. From skill, from skill, you can argue that just skill-wise, he's a little bit better than Brady. But I would just simply say because what he was able to do pre-snap. Like, he revolutionized that. But Peyton Manning's not better than Tom Brady. And it's okay. Not everybody, like, there has to be a for somebody that's better than other people. That's yeah. just the way it is. That's okay. Being right. the second best quarterback to ever live, I mean, it's pretty amazing. So, I don't, like, I don't get wrapped up in, oh, like, at that point, you're just finding ways. You're nitpicking you, at somebody who just won seven Super Bowls. Like, I, I'm sorry, but you're nitpicking. You're trying to find something. You're, finding, you're trying to find a chink in his armor somewhere. You, and it's like, what are you doing, bro? You are finding reasons to make debates and and paint narratives that don't need to be. Right. Tom Brady is the best quarterback in the history of football. And Ian Manning, then Joe Montana. After those three, well, after Tom Brady, you could argue however you want. Peyton Manning and Joe Montana usually are second and third, given the age of the person. Mm-hmm. After that, you could argue whoever you want. But, like, you have certain people, like, putting Mahomes up there and that. Like, are, can you stop it? You stop that. Peyton Manning is better than Patrick Mahomes right now. And it's that's okay. Stop trying to create shit. But what what doesn't make any sense to me is that he named two different players that were that were better than Brady in two different moments. But wouldn't you want the guy to be just fucking great from training camp to the end of the season consistently for 23 years? I, I I'm I'm so confused by that. Why does it take two other players to be mentioned in different moments, a la the regular season in the Super Bowl, for you to think that he's not the GOAT? Like, again, like you're nitpicking. It doesn't even make any sense. It's two different avenues. You're you're using two different player examples and two different scenarios to compare to a, a career with a guy who won seven Super Bowls, 10 Super Bowl appearances. He's seven and three, bro. Seven and three in the Super Bowls? That's a 70% winning percentage and that fits along with his nfl career he he won about 75 percent or more of his games and not for nothing so the consistent. only there's only one thing and i don't even think it's a knock i just think it's weird and i think it's funny to talk about he lost to the worst quarterbacks yeah i mean look but i'm just saying like he beats kurt warner he beats russell wilson he beat good quarterbacks and then you lose to eli manning and nick Foles. yeah like Okay, so and then like oh Joe Montana, he's undefeated in in um 
in Super Bowls. Okay, so is Eli Manning. Is Eli Manning better than Aaron Rodgers? And I don't even fuck with Aaron Rodgers like that. So so we we go back to the question we talked about earlier with LeBron. It's kind of like similar, right? Yes. Now, if Brady went four and six in his ten finals, I mean ten finals, ten Super Bowls, mm -hmm. and Joe Montana was four and zero. You know who they're going to say the goat is? Yeah, Joe Montana, yeah. and it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it doesn't make that that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I agree with that because he had way more success. He's been there. He's six been more there times. Yes, he's lost, but he's been there more times than he has by two hundred and fifty percent or so. So here's the thing: if the Eagles lose the Super Bowl. Right. If the Eagles lose the Super Bowl on Sunday, since 2000, they would be what? One hundred and fifty percent. They would be <laughs> one and two in Super Bowls. Right. Yeah. They'd be one and two. Would you rather be the Philadelphia Eagles since 2000 or would you rather be the Dallas Cowboys? Well, the Eagles have won a Super Bowl, though. Cowboys. So have. take it. Say, say the Eagles are 0 and three in Super Bowls. Excuse okay. me. That's what I meant to say. They're 0 and three in Super Bowls since 2000. Mm -hmm. Would you rather be the Eagles? that lose in, in three Super Bowls, or would you, would you rather be the Cowboys that haven't made a conference championship and get bounced on the wild card or the divisional round every Well, year? of course you'd rather be the Eagles because you have a more exciting game on your hands than, than the Dallas. And that is my exact point of why you have to stop with that bullshit. Oh, yeah. 4-0 in a final, 6-0. I get it. It's a great feat. It is. It's fucking... It, it's, no, it's, it's awesome. It's, it's amazing. But it's not everything. Yeah. It's, it's not, not everything. It's all be all. Yes. It, the, the argument doesn't stop there. Right. And that has always been my argument with the LeBron and Jordan thing. And that's what I'm talking about now with the Tom Brady and the and the the Tom Brady and the Joe Montana. The difference is is Tom Brady's seven and three. If LeBron was seven and three, I mean, you would still have people that would say it was Jordan because mm -hmm. they just hate on LeBron, mostly because of his politics and because he's outspoken. But regardless, that's that's what I was getting at. It's just insane, man. Like I, again, the people are just nitpicking at stupid shit. It doesn't need to be said, like you said. And I, I totally agree. I just it it just LeBron and Tom Brady are like to me the same player, just different different qualities and I'll different say. sports. Like 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 similar careers in terms of dominance and the the finals and Super Bowl appearances. They are very similar in that in that regard. Except Tom Brady had more success in the Super Bowls than LeBron did in his finals. However, if the the roles were reversed, LeBron would be the goat, of course. So agreed, totally yeah. agree, and that's exactly what I'm talking. But you about. you do got to win the big game. I'm not gonna. I'm, that's 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 not discredit. So yeah. to go four and six is, is is really bad. But in, but it's not as bad as the public makes a scene because you made it there. Correct. I get it. I'm I with you. It. Totally okay. with you. All right, guys. Thank you for well. tuning in to episode 142. <laughs> Reminder: We will be live on Sunday morning at 11 a.m. to do a Super Bowl preview. Theories. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. We appreciate all the love, support, and the comments. If you guys haven't done so already, please don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell on YouTube. We are also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeart, Megaphone, Stitcher, and all that other shit. Also, follow us on all of our social platforms as you do not want to miss our daily content on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And we will see you guys this Sunday. Super Bowl Sunday, baby, at 11 o'clock in the morning. See you there.